From Greenville, South Carolina, we present... Let the Bible Speak. Let the Bible Speak is the radio ministry of the Free Presbyterian Church of North America, preaching Christ in all His fullness. that you have joined us for another broadcast of Let the Bible Speak, featuring messages preached by Dr. Alan Cairns, founder of Let the Bible Speak Radio Ministries. Currently, Dr. Cairns is bringing a series of studies in the earthly life and ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ, messages that focus on the Savior Himself, as revealed in His teaching and miracles, His atoning death on the cross, and His glorious resurrection. We'll hear from Dr. Cairns in just a few minutes. First of all, we invite you to enjoy this devotional thought from the pen of Charles Haddon Spurgeon, as found in his collection called Morning and Evening. Today's text is found in Psalm 91 and verse 3. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler. God delivers his people from the snare of the fowler in two senses, from and out of. First, he delivers them from the snare, does not let them enter it. And secondly, if they should be caught therein, he delivers them out of it. The first promise is the most precious to some, the second is the best to others. He shall deliver thee from the snare. How? Trouble is often the means whereby God delivers us. God knows that our backsliding will soon end in our destruction, and he in mercy sends the rod. We say, Lord, why is this? not knowing that our trouble has been the means of delivering us from far greater evil. Many have been thus saved from ruin by their sorrows and their crosses. These have frightened the birds from the net. At other times, God keeps his people from the snare of the fowler by giving them great spiritual strength, so that when they are tempted to do evil, they say, How can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? But what a blessed thing it is, that if the believer shall in an evil hour come into the net, yet God will bring him out of it. O backslider, be cast down, but do not despair. Wanderer though thou hast been, hear what thy Redeemer saith. Return, O backsliding children, I will have mercy upon you. But you say you cannot return, for you are a captive. Then listen to the promise. Surely he shall deliver thee out of the snare of the fowler. Thou shalt yet be brought out of all evil into which thou hast fallen. And though thou shalt never cease to repent of thy ways, yet he that hath loved thee will not cast thee away. He will receive thee, and give thee joy and gladness, that the bones which he has broken may rejoice. No bird of paradise shall die in the fowler's net. Oh, 
If anything is obvious in this modern society, it is that people are confused, frightened, and uncertain about the future. Where does one look for the solution to the universal problems of guilt, doubt, and temptation? A number of years ago, Dr. Alan Cairns produced a booklet entitled A New Beginning, which deals with such questions as, How may I have my sins forgiven and my guilt removed? How may I be sure that I possess eternal life and that I am not deluding myself? And how may I enjoy the Christian life and live above constant failure and frustration? Dr. Cairns answers these questions from the Word of God. A new beginning is for inquirers into the nature of the Christian message of salvation and for Christians desiring to gain a good grasp of the first principles of the gospel. It is useful for both personal use and for group study and discussion. For a free copy of A New Beginning, you may call us at 864-244-2408. That's 864-244-2408. You may email us at info at faithfpc.org. That's info at faithfpc.org. If you prefer regular mail, simply write, Let the Bible Speak. 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. That's Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. Just ask for your copy of A New Beginning, and we'll be happy to provide it.
On today's broadcast of Let the Bible Speak, Dr. Cairns brings the concluding portion of a message entitled, Christ the Heart Specialist. The hypocritical attitude of the Pharisees toward Christ's disciples revealed a wicked, unregenerate heart. As the prophet Samuel looked upon the sons of Jesse as he sought for the next king of Israel, he said, Man looks upon the outward appearance, but the Lord looks upon the heart. Outward religious practices, efforts at self-reformation, are worthless in obtaining the favor with God. The heart is the source of all sin, and only the Holy Spirit can change the heart by the application of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. A great Puritan divine once prayed, Help me to be in reality before thee, as in appearance I am before men. May we be certain that Christ dwells in our hearts by faith. Now Dr. Cairns concludes this message. Christ, the heart specialist. He knows the hearts of his people, and he does not condemn them. He knows the hearts of those who profess to be God's people and are not, and he does condemn them because they are far from God, satisfied only to have the appearance that will please men. But finally, verses 19 and 20 show me that he knows the hearts of all men and he exposes to each of us what we really are. Notice again, out of the heart, proceed, and he gives these seven things. These are the things which defile a man. Here's the truth of total depravity in the human soul. The heart is the true nature of a man. It's not speaking of the pump that gets the blood around your body. That's It's used as a metaphor to describe the inner man, the true nature, the mind of man, the will of man, the affections of man, the source of all his moral decisions, actions, and desires. That's the heart. And he says, it's corrupt. It's corrupt. This is not just meant to be negative. I said we wanted to visit the office of the great heart specialist. Now, if you go down to a cardiologist and your heart is in bad shape, And he looks at you and claps you in the back and says, On your way, man, your fingernails are growing beautifully. I like the curl in your hair. You're all right. What would you think? That's a good man. That's a great heart specialist. That's the doctor I want to deal with. Not at all. You go down there and he says, I don't care what the color or curl of your hair or how you manicure your nails. There's something radically wrong with your heart. And I can deal with it. He's giving you good news. 
Jesus is the specialist, and he says, here is what's wrong. What's wrong with a man is not how much water he puts in his hands before he eats. What's wrong with a man is not some little external thing that can be looked after in such a uh, frivolous manner. What is wrong with a man is deep and inward, and it belongs to the inherent nature of the man. That's what's wrong. In him, there is a very cesspool of iniquity. There is a source of all corruption. Beyond action, there is a source of corruption. That's what's wrong with a man. That's what's wrong with you and me by nature. The heart, Jeremiah tells us, is deceitful above all things, and it's desperately wicked. And he asks the question, who can know it? Well, Christ knows it. The trouble with you and me is, very often we don't want to know it. But today, this is what he does. He comes, strips away the veneer. What does he see? What do you see when he does it? Out of that heart still going, evil thoughts. You notice where he starts? Before he gets to the murders and adulteries and fornications and thefts, evil thoughts, then these vile moral defects, then lying and blaspheming God. That's the heart. That's corrupt. That's sin. I wonder, do you have to stand back before God and say today, that's me? Yes, it's me. This is where my heart is. This heart causes defilement. And as a defilement, as Isaiah says, it's your iniquities that have separated between you and your God. A defilement that drives you into uncleanness and away from God. But clearly what the Savior is saying here is that this defiling, corrupted heart cannot be cured by any ritual or religious act. You say, well, that's my heart. What am I going to do? I'm going to think better thoughts. That will not save you. I'm going to stop all this foulness and filthiness. I'm going to try to live a cleaner, better life. Well, go ahead. I would encourage you to do that. But that will not change the heart. Suppressing the outflow of the heart's corruption doesn't change the heart. That's the best thing that religion can do. It puts a lid on. Sometimes it puts the weight of a whole lot of religious observance on top of the lid, and it holds down the outward expression of inward corruption, but it doesn't change the inward corruption. And if today you are still unsaved, unconverted, unclean, unregenerate, as corrupt as ever you were, and you've never had a heart changed to long for Christ and long for God and desire His grace then no amount of religion and ritual in the world can change your heart. It's futile. And it'll lead to destruction. 
being uprooted. Notice what he says. Every plant that my father has not planted shall be uprooted. What a tragedy when a man and his religion are uprooted and cast away by God. Leads to destruction. But follow carefully. Since the Lord Jesus did not condemn his disciples, then it follows that what he did for them dealt effectively with sin's corruption and brought them to a right relationship with God. And what he was actually saying beyond this condemnation of the Pharisees is, you look at these people whom you're condemning, and in them you will see my grace and my way of eternal salvation. I don't condemn them. So if you don't want to be condemned, what you want, what you need is what they have. What did the disciples have? They had such a relationship with Christ that even when the world condemned them, he would not condemn them. They had such a relationship with Christ that their sins were forgiven, their souls were accepted, they were in a right standing with God. Why? Because Christ was their Savior, Christ was their Master, Christ was their Redeemer, Christ was their Mediator. Men and women, let me tell you, it's still the same today. Still the same today. The sole hope for sinners. The real hope for the lost. And it's available to all who, like the disciples, hear his call and come to him. Today, I hope that to some extent you've got beyond the words of a preacher and you felt yourself examined by Christ the great heart specialist what, it ma- what matters is not what I think of you or what you think of me I have been wrong about people before, no doubt I'll be wrong again, I fear there are people whom I have thought were saved and have died and gone to hell I think there are people I thought were unsaved and have died and gone to heaven I am not the judge of a man's soul. So what matters is not what I think of you. What has Christ said about your heart? If he's convinced you of your heart's trouble, then don't stop short of the radical treatment that only he can provide. If I may use a medical analogy, do not make the mistake of covering up the trouble with your heart by taking the stupefying drugs of empty, dead religion. Take Christ, Lord, Savior, Master. Take Christ. And what does he do? He says, I'll give you a new heart. I'll give you a new heart. And no matter how loudly and often men and devils assail you, he still will say, I do not condemn you.
my son, the Lord says, give me thy heart. Give me thy heart for cleansing, for remaking. For filling with my love, for using in my power, my son, give me thy heart. I trust today that you have heard the word that Christ says about your heart. And you'll learn the truth that we have sought to establish. That anything short of true religion, which will never be satisfied with surface or external things, but will deal with your corruption and change your vile heart and give you a desire to live in Christian victory, and rightly relate you to God, stop short of nothing but that and say, Lord, indeed, here's my heart, corrupt indeed, cleanse it, fill it for your glory. Here's my heart. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father in heaven and God of love we thank thee for Christ the great heart specialist deal with my heart today Lord give me a heart like Christ's we were singing that I want dear Lord a heart that's true and clean a sunlit heart with not a cloud between. O oh Lord, grant us a heart like this. We pray that thou wilt strip away the things that are used to harden men's hearts to the gospel and its light and its message of faith. Lord, we pray, strip those things away and deal with men's hearts today. Sea of souls. Deliver people from religious deadness and hypocrisy that lets them profess with their lips what they deny with their hearts. Lord, do this work, we pray. Oh, for a body of people here whose hearts the Lord has touched. Oh, for a body of people set on fire with the love of Christ, delivered from the prevailing corruptions by the victory of the sanctifying Word and Spirit, by the application of the blood of the Lamb. Oh, God, we pray for a people whose hearts are ablaze with the love of Christ. Lord, do this work, we pray. And part is now with the blessing of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. 
be our portion now and evermore. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. listening to Let the Bible Speak, the radio ministry of the Free Presbyterian Church of North America. We hope you've enjoyed and benefited from today's program. We're here as your servants for Christ's sake. If we can be of any further help to you in the things of the Lord, we invite you to contact us. Our mailing address is Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. That's Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. If you wish, you may call us at 1-864-244-2408. That's 1-864-244-2408. Our email address is info at faithfpc.org. That's info at faithfpc.org. If you would like to learn more about the Free Presbyterian Church of North America, we invite you to visit our website, www.fpcna.org. That's www.fpcna.org. This is Charles Kelsch saying thank you for listening and inviting you to join us again as we Let the Bible Speak. (music) 